Good morning. <clears throat> Question is consistently asked. How is it possible to have one cause at one place and oftentimes with one adjustment at only one place, correct that cause and get any and all diagnosed dis-ease well in all of the body below? Let us phrase this thought differently. How is it possible for one person to pull one switch at one place and cut off all lights, irons, washing machines, fan, stove, deep freeze, refrigerator, all in one home from garage to basement and by reversing the process, restore all function to all places at the same time from one place. Obviously, there is one common source of light flow in one instance and electrical flow in the other instance, being duly connected by nerves in one instance and by wires in the other instance. From source of nerve force, electrical energy, power, or action to all places in which they are expressed. With 400 trillion brain cells extending to 400 trillion nerve fibers, forming one cable leaving the brain, passing through one opening at the base of the skull into one circular canal inside the next two vertebrae, one of which gets twisted out of normal relationship, producing pressure upon those nerves, shorting the flow between all the brain to all the body. Who can tell what fibers or how many of the 400 trillion fibers or how much pressure exists on them or to what degree there's interference or where those fibers below in some portion of the body may be suffering for the want of its normal quantity of nerve force energy to keep it working up to a healthy par activity. Like wires in a home, nerves spread out into every organ to convey and perform all kinds of functions. All these factors predetermine what and where symptoms of pathologies can develop anywhere in the living body at only the one place where interference can exist. All these occur at one place where all fibers are, are in one bundle passing through one tube that can be included between because of a vertebral subluxation. One adjustment at that place solves all dis-ease problems everywhere, same as one switch turned on in a home can does restore all electrical activities in the entire home. It is as simple as that. That was B.J. Palmer, Chiropractic Philosophy, Science and Art, 1955. It is as simple as that. Why do we have to make it so complex? Right? Is it really that complex? When someone asks you a question, how chiropractic works, do you have to give them a medical scientific explanation? Or do you just tell them about a light switch? Right? When kids are in my office, we had a kid, new kid yesterday, and I was explaining chiropractic to him, and I explained very differently to the parents. I said, I said to the mom, I said, Don't, I'm going to talk to the, you first, the child first, and I'm going to explain it to you. I said, okay, you want to understand how this is going to work? Yeah, because I've been showing him the spine and everything. I said, okay, so you see this light switch over here? Yeah, what happens when I turn it off? And now the room gets black, but I've opened the door up a little bit so it's not completely black. So now the room goes dark, right? Right. That's a subluxation. Do you want that in your body? No. All right, so what am I going to do as a chiropractor? I'm going to do this. I'm going to flip the switch up like this. What does that do? Turns the power on. Right, you turn the power back on. That's what chiropractic does. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as that, right? And here's the people ask me all the time, well, you know, but like someone yesterday, another new patient, an adult, was saying, well, the other chiropractor used to go to, used to do this machine thing here, and this thing here, and this thing here, and this thing, and I was on this table that made me go like this, and they said, you, do, you don't do any of those things? And I said, no. And she said, well, why not? What was my explanation? Well, it's not that you don't need it, because some people might think that they need it, so I don't, I don't want to diss what someone else thinks. I want to change their mind, right? Right, I want to change their mind. So what did I say, using the analogy I just gave? <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> let me make it simple. <clears throat> Here's some light switches, right? 
So I'm not going to do it because I, these light switches are so funny. If I do it, I might mess with something. But let's just say I turn this light switch <laughs> off, right? Right? And then I turn it back on. Once it's on, do I need to do anything else? Would it help if I massaged it like this? Would it help if I put ultrasound, if I put, you know, electrical uh, uh, stimulation? Would it help? Would it make a difference? Right? Do I need to add anything? Once the power is on, do I need to add a single thing more? No. no. Right? Once the power is on, there is nothing else that needs to be added by you to make it work. Now, there's all this other stuff going on up here that has to be occurring, right? The light bulbs have to be working, electricity has to be flowing, you've had to pay your electrical bill, right? So there's a lot of other things that have to be working, right? But what do you have to do is nothing, right? You've made the adjustment, you've removed the subluxation, and now it's up to the body to do its healing, right? You can't make it heal any faster, you can't make it heal any better, you can't make it heal any quicker. Now, yes, those machines sometimes make you feel a little better at the moment. But we're not talking about feeling better because I'm sure if I put some ultrasound and stuff around that light, it would make the wall feel much nicer. Much, maybe it would be a little warmer or something. But that's not the point, right? That's not the point. It's the same issue that's happening in Wisconsin these days when they're arguing about putting, you know, having a dual degree. You've heard about this, right? The dual degree that they're talking about in Wisconsin. Right, so we oh, you haven't heard about this, huh? Oh, you guys should check out the Wisconsin Chiropractic Association website. You're going to love this stuff. Sorry. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> yeah, it's hard to not say worse words. Um, so, Wisconsin Chiropractic Association is creating a dual degree. It's something like, uh, actually, let me look it up. I'll tell you what they call it. No. All right, you're going to love this. There it is, primary spine care practitioner. Yep, we're, we're now going to be, they're now in uh, Wisconsin going to have PCSPs, primary spine care practitioners. Because, you know, spine care is so important to make sure that we take care of people's backs and necks because there's no other avenue for them to do that except for getting an adjustment and giving them drugs to make them feel better as they're getting better. And we could also like help them. We, could, we can give them drugs. We also take them off of drugs. And this is, this is what chiropractic's future is. Well, you know what? It's not my future. You know, I, I don't need to give my patients drugs. And if they need drugs, what do I do? I refer them out. If someone's in some kind of a crisis, <clears throat> they don't belong in my office at that moment. They need to be co-managed. And what on earth is wrong with that? Right? These guys <clears throat> want to keep it all within the same bandwagon. And somehow, they've even gotten <clears throat> the Medical College of Wisconsin to agree to this, that the Medical College of Wisconsin would actually teach these chiropractors. So it's not that, you, that they, they aren't chiropractors. They have to get a chiropractic degree first, but then the second thing would be, then if they're interested, then they spend two years doing this kind of stuff so that they can become these primary spine care specialists. This is what's happening out there in our profession because people aren't telling the story. 
because you aren't telling the story. Because there are graduates coming out of this institution that aren't telling the story, even though <coughs> you guys have heard it <coughs> more than anybody else in the world. <coughs> this school has more philosophy than anybody else in the world. But we're still graduating people who are leaning towards this kind of stuff. But this is not chiropractic. This is not chiropractic. Chiropractic is one thing and one thing only. What is it? It's the analysis and the correction of vertebral subluxations, period. It's not the analysis, the correction of vertebral subluxations, which is what they say. They'll actually say it in their little documentation. We are not analyzing correct vertebral subluxations and give drugs when necessary and take drugs away when necessary to help alleviate the suffering of humanity. That's not my point. You can't add this extra stuff. That's not why people are coming to see me. That's not why they're bringing a kid with ADHD to come see me so he can get more drugs. That's not why an autistic child who isn't talking is coming to see me because they need to get him on extra lithium. They're saying, how do we get the kids off the drugs? I just had another guy yesterday. He had, he's had lupus for 12 years, right? He's been on like 15 different medications a day, every single day. And finally, a couple weeks ago, he said, I've had it. I've had it. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. So he started changing his diet, and he's feeling so much better, and he's weaned himself off almost all the medications, and he came in to see us, not because he wants to get on medication or things. He said, I, I realized I've got to put more deposits in my health bank account. I'm not doing enough. I need to start exercising. I need to start eating right. I need to start getting adjusted. I need to do all the things to, to make my body as strong as possible. That's what people are asking for. And they want to, what these, you know what they want to do? Do you realize what's happening in Wisconsin? Do you know anything about chiropractic history or osteopathic history? Right? They want to become the osteopaths in the 1950s. That, I don't want that. I don't want to be an osteopath. I don't want to follow their, you know, osteopaths are medical doctors now. They essentially turn themselves into medical doctors, which is exactly what they wanted. You want to be a medical doctor? Then go to medical school. What's wrong? Go to osteopathic school. Do something else. But don't change chiropractic because you don't like it. Don't change chiropractic because it isn't working for you. We would have so much more acceptance if we gave drugs. What? I'm sorry, can you please give me the correlation? If I gave drugs, we get more acceptance. We make more money. That's another thing. We make so much more money. We have so much money more successful chiropractors if we gave drugs. If you're a jerk, you're a jerk, whether you give drugs or not. Right? I don't understand what, what is it, what does drugs have to do with anything? It's like a moot point. It's nothing to do with anything. Because if, if I'm if I'm a consumer and I say I want drugs, am I thinking chiropractic? We've positioned ourselves for 120-something years to not give drugs. How are we suddenly going to be the ones giving drugs? And now we'll be successful. Now we'll, this will, I'll finally make it. I'll finally be on the big boy and big boy, big girl table. Because now I'm giving drugs. I'm sorry. The title of this book says what? Chiropractic philosophy and art. It doesn't say chiropractic pharmaceuticals and art. 
right? What? Can, can someone explain this to me? Because if someone wants to like debate with me, I'm totally cool with debating. I'll take on any of these Wisconsin Chiropractic Association people. You fly them down here, I'll sit them down to see 127, we'll have a debate. I'll sit them in the gym, we'll have a debate. Because it won't make any sense to me. Because they can give me all this scientific mumbo jumbo and they can give me all kinds of data and research, but it always goes down to philosophy. Right? When someone ever talks to you about vaccinations, as an example, let me give you a really important point. Don't start stating numbers. Don't say, well, back in the 1950s, the polio rate was already going down, because they had come up with another number to achieve that. You just say philosophy. So someone gives you some argument about numbers, you give them philosophy. Well, but the polio, you know, the polio vaccine has saved the world, and now for er almost eradicated polio, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but philosophically, I don't want it in my kid. Why should I put something diseased and germ and ugly and gross in my healthy kid? Explain how putting something bad in my good kid will make a good kid better. I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's philosophy. Right? Now they're, they're in an unarguable point. Because they know this disease and germs are bad. And they know you have a healthy child. So how do you put something unhealthy in something healthy and you keep it healthy? But if you stop numbers, which is what I'm sure the WCA people say, well, this many chiropractors are statistically says, this many chiropractors want to give drugs. I don't care what the statistics say. You can skew any statistic you want. Statistics are easy to go like this. You can't skew philosophy. If that's really your construct, you can't skew that, you can't change that, and you can't argue it. And that's how you win debates. That's how you win arguments. That's how you win discussions. So if you're discussing with someone, even about chiropractic, well, you know, someone says, well, you know, chiropractic has proven just as effective as exercise or placebo in back pain. This is true. Chiropractic is shown in some studies to be just as effective as placebo or exercise. So you want to argue that statistic? Well, that's not right. That's not right. It's, it's chiropractic is so much better than that. Because this study shows this, and you go this study, this, this study, this, and you go back and forth. You don't have to talk about that. What's the philosophy? The philosophy. Right, go back down to the basics. Okay, I hear that study. That's, that's interesting. So don't refute it. Don't say, oh, you're mean for saying that. That's cool. That's a cool study. Okay. But we're not talking about, statistically speaking, we're talking about what makes sense in the body. Your spine's your lifeline. Something goes out of alignment. Is it going to affect the nerves? Yeah. If the nerves are affected, then the body's going to be affected. Correct? Yes. In some deleterious action, there's going to be something wrong. Right? If, if something is supposed to be like this, and it's like this, then that's not right. So I'd rather, I always go back to a car. Someone was asking me a question yesterday. I don't understand this alignment thing. I said, what happens with your tires about once or twice a year? What do you have to do? You have to go to get them aligned. Why? Because are you doing something wrong with it? Are you like smashing and kicking your tire all day long and it goes out of alignment? No, you're just doing natural driving. You're just driving, driving, but the tires will naturally go out of alignment. But if you keep them going out of alignment like this, what's going to happen? They're going to wear out unevenly. And is that just going to affect that tire or the whole car? The whole car. The whole car will be affected, right? So now the gas miles will be worse. You'll burn more oil and you'll, 
you know, have worse carbon emissions. So what do you do? What do you do for that tire? You realign it. And let me ask you a question. Because some people say, well, I can just do yoga. I'll realign my own spine. Really? Do you realign your own tires? No. Why not? Well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> exactly. Right? Go back to philosophy. Turn them around. When people argue with you about science, you turn around on philosophy. Because there's always some data to dispute chiropractic. Right? You want to, you want to dispute about chiropractic. I, <coughs> someone just pointed this thing out to me on Aetna's website. Aetna's website, a clinical policy bulletin on chiropractic. And it tells you all the things that chiropractic won't work for. So I was talking to this chiropractor and I said, you know why I'm not a, a provider in any one of these networks? Because I couldn't do a thing if I was. I couldn't adjust kids on the floor. I couldn't do network. I couldn't do best. I couldn't do activator. Because all those things according to Aetna are experimental. It's not worth it. I don't play those games. When someone says, well, you should be in the network. I don't want to be in the network. Will you get more patients? I don't, plus, trust me, I'm getting plenty of new patients. And it's not, I don't need it. I don't need people, those kind of people with only back pain coming to see me. Give me the kids. Give me the pregnant women. It's said on the Aetna thing. Webster's is experimental investigational. Well, there would be 20 adjustments a week. I'm not playing that game. I don't play that game. I don't need that game. Chiropractic. Chiropractic is the science, art, and philosophy. It's not just the science, it's not just the art, it's not just the philosophy, it's all of them put together. It's your job, next year, year and a half you guys have here, your job to sharpen the saw, your saw, so when you come out of this place that you are ready, that you are ready. What are you doing now to train yourselves to make sure you are ready to go out there and face the world and talk to them about philosophy. Are you doing that? Are you doing something to make you ready? Are you fortifying yourselves? Because you gotta be strong. You gotta be strong and you gotta be ready for this kind of stuff. Because this is out there. What's happening in Wisconsin is gonna spread across the country. You have to be out there, philosophically strong, to believe in what you believe in, or you're just gonna end up going to that side, which is not bad, it's not a wrong side. If someone wants to be a chiropractic pharmapractor or whatever they're going to call themselves now, <laughs> right? That's, what I, that's my name for them, is the pharmapractors, right? So if they want to do that, that's totally cool. There's no, I, so I don't have anything wrong with that, but don't make me do it, right? If I want to be what I want to be, then let me be that way. It's an interesting debate. I just want you to think about that because here's the deal. I was watching a video. I recommend you all watch this if you like TED Talks. Uh, I was watching a TED talk by a guy named Nick Vujicic. Anybody ever hear him? Nick Vujicic? Yeah, okay. This guy's amazing. No arms and no legs. He's 29 years old or 30 years old. He has a wife or a child. And um, he travels around the world talking to people, giving them hope, giving them inspiration. Nick Vujicic. It's a TED talk called Overcoming Hopelessness. And if you guys feel down and out about yourself, about OSCEs and boards coming up and stuff happening in clinic and blah, 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 watch this guy's talk. And something he says in this talk is this. He said, 
If you can have a miracle in your own life, you can be a miracle in someone else's life. You can be a miracle in someone else's life. In my construct, in my brain, me giving drugs is not miraculous. Anybody else can do that. Who can do an adjustment? The adjustment is miraculous, right? The adjustment is that that's something special. We could be a miracle. And you know what? We, we got a cool thing going because what other profession do you know can have so many miracles so many times a day? Right? How many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that you're able to adjust and adjust and adjust and, and be miracles so often with so many people just loving you, coming in and hugging you, and kids and everybody just happy. You can create this amazing thing. You can be a miracle in someone's life. And over and over and over again. Not just once in a while, but a daily basis, an hourly basis. But I can't see that if you're throwing drugs at them to, to, to quiet their bodies down. Now you have a whole different construct. You don't have chiropractic anymore. You have something else. <clears throat> All right.